Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism, and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you in the show. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast, or welcome to the podcast if this is your first time listening. I'm Alex Harvey, and today... I'm going to share with you, or in this episode, I'm going to share with you a review of my launches that I did in 2021. Now, this is specifically going to be the last three launches that I did, which I did all in the last six months of 2021. It has been a very, very busy six months. And I'm going to be sharing with you in this episode the strategies that I use for each of the launches and then the numbers and figures that came out of that. So I'm recording this for a second time. I actually recorded this a couple of days ago and it was just over an hour and I was, I, I really struggle oftentimes to share something and not over explain it. Like I feel, I, I guess it's just in my makeup. Maybe it's in my fact that I've got five Capricorns or just, you know, the way that my brain works, I just want to give context to everything. And I really struggle to just share information without giving the full context of what's behind that. What's the history behind that? Why did I make that decision? You know, what, what is this thing telling you? What the way that I see the thing? And I was like, no, Alex, make a shorter one. Like, come on, come on. I know you want to over explain everything or explain everything, but, um, but I, I want to have a shorter episode on this and not get so, uh, sidetracked and bogged down on giving all sorts of different context. So the context I do just want to give coming in to this episode is, um, that I have I had not launched a program since 2019. So I didn't run any courses in 2020. I did start a membership, but I didn't ever launch it like an official launch. Um, I privately invited people to join it when I first started it. And I did a product validation to my list, but I didn't really launch it. What I, I guess what I term as a launch is when I'm going to run a program or I've got an intake for something and it's open for a period of time for enrollment. And then that enrollment closes. That's what I think of as a launch. Now I did do a what I would call a soft launch at the start of the year for the membership. And I don't really, I'm not going to bring that into this review because I don't think that's going to be particularly helpful because it was, it was just like a series of emails I sent to my email list. Um, and that was kind of it. I didn't have a conversion event or anything like that. Um, and, and I did 
that the way I did it based on the advice of this business coaching that I was having at the time. Um, and it was good because it helped me set up, like I set up assets for the membership, e.g. a sales page, uh, some of those emails, all of that kind of thing. But I, I probably wouldn't do something like that again. Um, I think that for them, yeah, they were just, they were having ways of stepping people into launching. Um, I have launched uh, successfully in 2018 and 2019, the money course I used to run, the Wealthworthy Journey. I also did a mastermind, but I wouldn't say I actually did a launch for that. That was, again, mostly private invite. Uh, so yeah, just that bit of context. And so the programs that I launched this year, so I did three, the three launches I'm going to be reviewing. It's the three launches I did pretty much. The first one was my sacred money and power membership. I launched in July and that was the first launch I did for that. Um, then I ran my course money queen. That's the first time I ran that course and my first launch for that course. I had previously run a money course, but this was a new course. And as I said, I hadn't run a course myself since 2019. And then the final course is the course that is almost finished. Um, we're still going, but we finish up on Tuesday or well, the day that this podcast episode is coming out. Um, my sacred, no, not sacred, um, uh, super conscious creatress. And that is a brand new course. It is content that I have taught a lot before. I teach, I have taught to groups and I use like, it's the, it's kind of the foundations of what I use in my one-to-one coaching. So I am all the time teaching and talking about it, but it's, it was new for me to run my own course in that form, like, um, a course format for that content and that are new for my audience in that I haven't put out to my audience before, Hey, I run a course on this. So these were three basically new launches, which is just fucking huge. Like I'm just going to say that it's a lot to put together a launch. Anytime you're doing a launch for the first time, it's really about putting together all of the assets. And when I say assets, I mean the emails you're going to send, the social um, promo that you're going to do, the um, if you're running a free class or doing a conversion event, putting that together, the landing pages, the thank you pages, the um, everything that's you create that's involved is is your assets. So it's really about your first launches, creating those assets, getting something out there. This um, so the membership I already had going, but the other two courses, I had to create the entire courses as well. So it was creating the launch assets and creating the courses. Um, and so I, I'm just explaining all this so that you know, like if you are going to launch a program for the first time, or you've only launched a couple of times that the first launch is about creating the assets. It's not about how many people can I get into this? That's great. And you obviously like you want to be serving people in it um, and getting that, uh, you know, actually doing the thing and getting that feedback and response and social proof uh, and momentum behind the course. But really, your focus is creating the launch assets and possibly creating the 
product itself. And then in subsequent launches, that's when you have more of a focus on optimizing certain elements of your launch. The first time you're just getting some, you're just doing something, you're getting it all put together and out there. And from there, then you can focus on, okay, I know this time I want to focus on reaching more people with my free thing in the first place, or I want to focus on converting people from my um, conversion event to actually signing up for the course. Or I want to focus on up-leveling my emails and having higher conversions from my emails. Or I want to focus on doing more promotion on social media, whatever it is, you can hone in on those focuses on your subsequent launches. So I'm just giving that context because I think sometimes people in their first launches think like they've got to do everything. Um, well, and you do have to do everything, but I mean, you know, like you're trying to just actually put everything together or you are just putting everything together and then feeling all this pressure that it's got to be like also the most amazing launch outcome and launch result ever. Anyway, with that said, there's see me just going into some context because I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, there's so much to share on this. I've had so many years, like seven to eight years um, in the online business world, studying online business. I've done so many courses, so much training around this. And um, th- I have a lot of opinions uh, about a lot of things that get taught and, you know, people starting out with launching and even just, you know, in your early, like, you know, your first four or five launches of a product, um, just, that's just still early stage launches, you know, like you're not going to be employing the strategies of someone that's eight launches into a program. And that's, you know, and it's those kinds of things that are often getting taught by the, the really huge gurus of like, you know, run, do this pre-launch campaign and then, you know, have a, a free cheat sheet and then have a free video series and then do a webinar. Like, oh, you're not going to do that in your first launch and you shouldn't. You would be wasting your time to just try to set up like some fully automated thing. You haven't even tested your messaging. You haven't even really probably validated the product. You always want to validate a product first. Um, so many things. And unless you've got an audience size for that and a team, it's just not going to work. Anyway, not going to get sidetracked. Let's get into the launch reviews. Okay. So my first launch that I'm going to be reviewing is the launch I did for my Sacred Money and Power membership, which I did in July. So this is my month to month membership for women. So uh, you can join and you, then you can cancel anytime. There's no lock-in for it. Um, and it's for women to harness their creative sexual life force energy and s- use it to step into their power, to step into creating what they love, what matters to them and to step into their purpose really. And so it's it's providing a container with tools and um what's the right word? Just like uh, the the container, I guess I want to say in that, you know, there are experiences that you come and show up to. It's not like a content heavy membership and also the community, huge part of it. So absolutely love it. So as I said, I started it last year, more of a beta or a pilot phase last year. I did a soft launch to my list at the start of the year, but it's, it's, I guess it still had stayed very much in that kind of 
um, beta, not beta, but getting started phase because I actually had never done an actual launch for it until July. Um, and I had actually been resisting launching because I hadn't launched for a while and it was something that was a little bit different to my audience in order, I mean, in terms of selling. So having this product that's based on harnessing and using your sexual life force energy wasn't something I had sold in a big way to my audience before. Um, and yeah, I just, I just hadn't launched in a while. So I was, I was, I was resisting doing the launch. I'm going to be honest. So by the time that I, I launched, there was six in the membership. So I actually started off with six or seven and then had, um, you know, people, people join and people leave that just didn't, couldn't make the timing of the live classes or didn't fit for whatever reason. Um, and so I had, uh, I was back to this core group of six and I was like, okay, I have to launch. Like, there's no way for this membership to grow unless I actually open enrollments and tell people about it. Um, cause it's so magic. It's honestly, it's such a unique, actual magic membership. Um, so I decided to launch and I decided to do, um, I d- like I made up my own strategy, but based on all the different things I've learned and all the different trainings I've done before. I was like, this is going to be the way to do a simple launch that's effective. Um, and it's basically the same strategy I used then for the next two launches I did. Um, and so what I did was I had a, I did a free class, my sacred money and power class. Um, and I did that nine days. And then at the end of that class, I opened enrollment for the membership. Then the enrollment was open for nine days and then it closed. And then that was the start of the month because the membership works month to month. So people, people come into it at the start of the month. So people had nine days to join. Then it closed because then they all joined, um, to begin in August and then they were part of the membership. So that's, that's in essence the strategy. So I had, you know, I, I sent emails to my list to invite them to the free class. I promoted that on social media. Uh, and then I had the free class opened enrollment and then I sent emails depending. I've got different, um, different sequences, but I'll send different ones based on whether you actually signed up for the free class, whether you clicked on the link in one of the emails to uh, read about the membership, you know, based on your interest level is how, how many emails you're going to get from me about the uh, product. Because, you know, if you're not interested at all, like I'm going to let you know if you're on my list because you want to hear from me, you want to know what, what I've got happening, but I'm not going to keep emailing you about it if you don't engage with any of it um, and you haven't showed any interest. So I do do th- that differently. And that's all actually from past trainings I've done how I've now got my own kind of template flow of how all of that happens. So that was my strategy. Um, The free class, I only promoted four to five days ahead of time, which to me seems really short, but that was based on the last, um, like the business coaching I had done that finished up actually around this time. Um, that was also the business coaching that had advised me to do the soft launch earlier in the year. Um, so I only yeah, share about it four to five days ahead. I, for this class, I actually, I use slides. Um, I don't know if I'm going into too much detail here, but 
Uh, I've always usually used slides for presentations, but I didn't for my next two launches, which is just why I mention it. And I also had a bit of a mindset thing around it of, I have to use slides. Um, and for my next two launches, I just had so much to do to A, set up the launch and then also start creating the courses at the same time that I was like, I do not have time to create slides. Slides take so much freaking longer than I ever think they should. And I just know now they take a long time. And um, so I didn't use it one to use it for them. And it was awesome. It was so freeing. It was actually very liberating. But for this class, I actually modified versions of it I had created before. So at the start of 2020, I ran a retreat called the Sacred Money and Power Retreat. And I ran two free evenings in Melbourne that were really successful. That was to lead into the retreat. So I had that as a bit of a base. And then I also had run a Sacred Money and Power class at Seven Sisters Festival. So this women's festival, they did an online version uh, and that was in October 2020 that I ran it as a free class. And so I had already actually put a lot of the class adapted it to be online and on slides. I was going to need to change it again for this because it needed to be shorter. It needed to be just kind of slightly different. Um, But I already had something that I was working with. Um, So that was, um, yeah, that was, that was what it was. Anyway, uh, I offered an incentive, a fast action bonus for people that signed up on the class. I love doing this or within the, you know, within 30 minutes of the class finishing or I can't remember exact time frame that I gave. I love doing this because I love incentivizing people that know they want this and they want to take this next step to just take it, to just do it. They, they win because they get an extra bonus out of it. And then what I get out of it is actually some people already through the door right at the beginning. So I can, I can go into the rest of the launch knowing I've already got this many people registered. And I've kind of also uh, validated it in a way, like validated the class or validated the product if it's my first time running it because I know I had people sign up straight away. So I incentivized it with a workshop. They would get a workshop um, that uh, I had the recording of, Map Your True Vision, which I'd actually ran in the membership um, in January. So it was one that I had already run for the membership. So that was a fast action bonus I had. I then had two other bonuses for signing up uh, because there was two other classes I just really wanted people to have that were in the membership so they could get the most out of it. This sacred sexuality 101 for personal development and personal growth, like how how sacred sexuality fits into that and how you can utilize it and also how to blow your own mind in bed masterclass so people could make the most of the rituals and really understand how to come at it yeah in ways that really open their body their mind their consciousness and enable them to elevate their consciousness so they were the bonuses so the bonuses were then available for the first 5 days after enrollment opened and so i had people sign up right at the beginning after the free class i then had people just kind of signing up gradually each day until those bonuses ended and then i had no one i think i think no one sign up until actually after the cutoff, the next day, someone contacted me saying, yes, they did want to join. 
And then I had someone about a week later who only just found me then um, sign up for the wait list. And I said, Hey, we've only just started. Do you want to join? And she was like, yes. Um, and she joined. So I realized what I wanted to share at the start of this that I didn't is that, uh, is, was my goal. Okay. So, cause we're going to get into numbers now. So going into the launch, I was like, all right, I would love 20. I want, tw- I would love 20 women in the membership. That would be fucking awesome. So I, um, that was my end result. That was my vision that I was holding. You know, I didn't need to hold onto it too tightly because this was the first time launching this product. This product was validated, but first time launching. And so, you know, like you don't know how different elements are going to go. But anyway, that was what I had as my vision. I had um, 82 people register for my free class. Now, again, this was like the first time I'd run a class of my own online. I've run classes for other people and I get paid to do that regularly, but that I put on my own that I was promoting. So I was so scared at first about doing this. It was the first time, sorry, in a long time that I was doing my own class I was promoting and I had no idea what to expect. No idea. Uh, anyway, I had 82 people sign up for the free class. I was worried I would have like five or like none, especially because it was just called sacred money and power. You know, it's goes against all marketing things. The way that, that I did it. it was like, I just, you know, I'm just going to keep it simple. I can't overcomplicate it or try to figure it out or try to work out what would people want. I'm just going to do this. I had 82 people sign up, which I couldn't believe. I was so stoked. Um, I had 38 attend live. So there's people that couldn't make it because of their schedule and their time zone. And then you're always going to have people for a free thing, even a paid thing that just don't show up. So that was 46%. I had a 46% show up rate, which is actually pretty good for a free online event. I had four people buy at the free class or within, you know, however long afterwards, like 30 minutes or whatever it was. Um, straight afterwards that were on the class. I actually had five sign up in that time period though, because there was someone who had contacted me ahead of time that wanted to sign up as soon as it opened, but she was in the UK and she couldn't come to the class. So she signed up straight away after the class, but she wasn't actually on the class. So I had like five, I guess, sign up straight away, but four that came from the class. My total signups uh, paying signups were 11. So from the launch, plus I then also had three coaching clients join. So I decided at this time for my ongoing long-term coaching clients, they, um, I decided during this launch to give them complimentary access to the membership as part of their ongoing coaching. And so three of them that were not already in the membership joined the membership. So that actually took me up to 20. I had 20 people in the membership at the end of the launch. So I just want to mention as well for statistics wise. So 11, the 11 people paying that signed up um, was 13% of those that registered for the free class. So it was a 13% conversion rate from people that registered for the free class. Also taking into account that not everyone that registered, you know, ever listened to the recording. How many free classes have you signed up for? And then you never like opened the thing. You never listened to the recording, nothing, right? 
but it's still helpful to think uh, like to know these conversion rates because the number of people that never open and never listen to the class will roughly be the same. So if you can get an idea of, okay, if I have 82 people sign up for my class or not 82, if I have however many sign up for my free class. So this is for me, for this specific launch, I know that last time I had 13% of that number register. And then that's a, a statistic I can start to use um, to either be like, okay, well, do I want to try to increase that? Or do I want to try to increase the number of people that get to the class? All of that kind of thing. Uh, so this added, so in terms of revenue, so because this is a month to month membership, I can't really project how much revenue this is going to make me um, from the launch. It added though $660 of monthly revenue to to my to my monthly revenue in my business, you know, until people start um, leaving the membership. It's it's added an extra six it added an extra six hundred and sixty, um, so that's yeah that's the revenue side of things. I also had wanted to mention, but I don't want to like go too much into this, but that there was so eighteen in the membership by the actual cutoff of enrollment. But I knew you keep holding the end result, hold the end result. So I kept holding twenty, and then I had that um, person the next day asked to sign up, and then. It, as I had mentioned earlier, the person a week later and I was like, oh my God. And that, I'm not going to go into the whole story, but even how that happened was just so like by chance, kind of by magic. It could, um, yeah, I'm not going to go into the story because otherwise this podcast will go forever, but it was, it was magic, like holding the end result and you hold the end result. All right. So let's move on to money queen. So wow. Was this a launch and a half in terms of how much work I had to do to get this going. So I knew after I launched the membership, I just, from, I'd been journaling. It was just so, so clear to me. I knew I wanted to launch Money Queen and then my creating course after that. And I wanted to run them both before the end of the year. And they were both new courses. And I was like, all right, in order to actually literally fit them both in before the end of the year, I've got to do Money Queen, you know, launching straight after the membership and the uh, the next one, creating course, which is now Superconscious Creatress, is going to need to be two weeks after Money Queen that that starts in order to get it in. And I was like, oh God, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And keeping in mind with the membership, I was still, although that was something that was already running, like I was enrolling, I was onboarding, sorry, these new people. I had these two extra classes that I decided I was going to, um, you know, have as bonuses that I mentioned. And so I had two classes to create and run and starting to do this launch for Money Queen, which was just huge. Um, And so my... Uh, strategy for Money Queen. So I just want to mention here, like I literally started creating all the stuff for Money Queen, like two to three weeks out because I was just swamped with other work after the other launch. Um, and I only got to it like two to weeks, three weeks out of basically like three weeks out of the course starting. Like this was, it was big. I, I put my blood, sweat and tears into this. So if you did Money Queen and you benefited from it, like just know, 
I put my blood, sweat and tears into making that happen when I made that happen. All right. So my strategy, I did the free class again. For, so for me, that's keeping it super simple and easy. I love free classes. They're really good conversion events. I also partnered with two friends that were uh, very uniquely positioned to um, share this with their audience and that it would it would really benefit and make sense for their audience. I'm not going to go into that because we'll be here for an hour like the last one I recorded. So I partnered with two friends for um, for them to also share this with their audiences um, and I did a free class with each of them to their audiences. So the free class I did was how to change your relationship with money, which whoop-dee-doo, like most generic, boring name, vague, broad, like ever. But you know what? I was like, I will get so fucking in my head about this, trying to work out like what's a really catchy thing that's really specific. Like all marketing people tell you it needs to be really specific. Otherwise no one will come. Um, And I was just like, no, Alex, you just need to fucking do something. Do not overthink it. Okay. Anyone that wants to do the course, they're going to be interested in how to change your relationship with money. I don't care that like, it's not really optimized and really sexy. I'm just going to do it. So I just did that so that I didn't, I just didn't get stuck and bogged down. Like I wouldn't have got the launch out if I tried to, was trying to come up with like the most sexy, perfect niche specific. Oh my God. Like workshop ever. So how to change your relationship with money. Um, and I, again, I offered a fast action bonus on the class, um, which was for the first, I think it was the first five people that joined, they would get a free 30 minute one-to-one with me at some point during the course. Now I didn't want to offer the same bonus that I did for the membership. Um, and what else? That to me was the easiest, least time thing at the time to offer. So ideally, you know, it'd be good to have, it's good to have something that's scalable or something that's not taking your one-to-one time, but I just didn't have anything that made sense. And I didn't want to create anything. I did not have time to create anything. So I was like the, the most effective thing for me is I can just offer this many people 30 minutes, my one-to-one time, and it'll be really fun. So I'll just do that as my fast action to incentivize people to buy straight away if they know this is what they want. And then I've got those people already at the start of the launch. Again, I don't think that's the sexiest, like most enticing um, fast action bonus. And then, you know, it's part of me that judges myself or was judging myself for it. But I was like, you know what? I've just got to do something. And I I just, I'm not going to come up with something amazing right now. I just, I don't have the bandwidth. Uh, so it was a big launch creating all my launch assets uh, for it. There was just so much to set up, man. But it was good. And and I was lucky that I did have a bit of stuff already in terms of I did end up cloning my Wealthworthy Journey sales page, the previous money course I used to have, and I just changed things. So I had a bit of a, a, a template, I guess, for that. And then the other thing was, oh, I did have um, sales emails from the Wealthworthy Journey. I originally wasn't going to use them, but I just decided... I was, by the time I got to them, I was just like, fuck it, Alex, do not make your life harder. Like, 
just use them. I was seriously like I was working every evening, every day on the weekend. Like it was a short period of time, but it was just intense. And I, and it was one of those things of like, don't reinvent the wheel that those sales emails I wrote for the Wealthworthy journey, you know, inviting people who would benefit from doing the course to, to do it and overcome internal barriers they might have when, if it's for their highest good, they like, that's the best emails I've ever written. And I've had people telling me how good they are. I was so in flow when I wrote them. And so I was like, you know what? They, they didn't quite match. I had to, I had to change them a bit, but it's like, just use them. And I ended up also adapting some of my social media posts into emails. I was like, don't, don't reinvent the wheel. Don't think you've got to do everything from scratch if you don't. So, uh, that was my strategy. So I had, um, signed up to my free class. So as I said, I also ran uh, two other free classes to, um, these other audiences, but to my free class, I had 110 signed up beforehand. So that was pretty cool. That was more than I had signed up for, um, sacred money and power free class. And I had 121 sign up in total. So there were people that actually kept signing up afterwards. And I just set up an automation so that they got sent the replay so they could access it straight away. Um, from that 110 that signed up at 33 show up live. So less showed up live than the sacred money and power class. And so that was 30% of the people that had signed up, um, which is still, like, that's still very reasonable for a free online event. You know, I would ideally like more than that, but you know, it's all right. I had four people buy right away on the workshop, which was 12% of the class. So that was, I guess, did I calculate that for the membership? Um, no, I didn't. But that was, I guess, that was higher than the sacred money and power. But it's not actually comparing apples with apples. Um, comparing a course launch and conversions, I think is quite different to a membership because with a course, someone just knows I'm signing up for this course. I'm signing up for six weeks. This is how much it's going to cost me. I'm going to get this outcome. Membership's not quite like that. And a membership can feel, even though it's only month to month, you can cancel any time and it's lower cost in a way for that reason. Um, it can feel like a bigger commitment to people. And a lot of people don't want to be in a membership. So it's not com quite comparing apples with apples. So 12% of the class bought right away. And then I had 20 people who came or signed up for that class sign up for the course. So I, with this course with Money Queen, I had people join from a lot more different sources. So it's a little bit different to look at the statistics, but I'm just sharing 17% of the people that signed up for the free class joined the course. Whether all of those 17% watched the free class, I don't know because I don't collect that data, but, um, or I don't work out, work that out. Uh, but 17%, if you want to look at the like, okay, well, how many people, so this is going to be different for everyone in everyone's class, but I'm just sharing for mine. So I know if I were going to run this class again, I could probably roughly expect 17% of however many signed up for the free workshop to sign up for the course. So that was my conversion rate there. Um, so terms of, okay, turn in terms of final signups, goals and revenue. So my vision slash goal coming into this launch, 
I had kind of had two. I had, I had 30, like I would love 30, um, in this course, that would be awesome. I, so for this course, I would decided it's the first time I was running a course like this to run it totally live, that I would be delivering every class live. You would be doing it in the group live and you'd be doing basically all the course in the live classes as bits and pieces of homework, but it's really just, you'd show up, do the thing and that's the thing done. So I had this one kind of 30 number. And then I also kind of had this thing of like, oh, but if the partnerships go well, you know, I could have 60 sign up and that would be amazing. But I just, you never know, you know, when you're trying something for the first time, I had never done partnerships like this. Um, so I didn't know. And I decided to just more keep my focus on 30 so that my focus wouldn't get diverted through this launch on how can I get more people and the most people, I don't have enough people. Um, when that's really like, that's not where my focus needed to be. It just needed to be on creating the launch assets, the course and delivering a kick-ass awesome course. So I kept the focus on 30 just because, um, 30 was like, well, that seems like a no brainer. That seems like that's definitely going to happen. So my, uh, my numbers, so I had 65 register, which was amazing. That was so awesome. And you know what? The morning, so like 24 hours before the course started, I think I had 47 registered. So heaps of people came in on that last day and I had 65 registered in the end, which included actually a couple after the course started, people that requested to still join after the course started. I had um, a few, seven of those spots were free spots um, and they were either for coaching clients because because I decided to make it complimentary for everyone that's doing long-term ongoing coaching with me. And also um, any, uh, anyone from the Wealthworthy journey previous that had done that previously that wanted to redo the course, I said for this first round, not redo the course, it was a different course, that wanted to do Money Queen, I said for this first round, you can join complimentary. So, um, so I had seven free, uh, well, you know, of those 65, seven people were not paying because they were either coaching client or they were a past Wealthworthy Journey member that wanted to do Money Queen. Um, I also gave women in my membership 50% off because I really wanted everyone in my membership to do it. Like I wanted everyone to have this baseline kind of knowledge and level in their money journey in terms of practically and the mindset stuff. And I was even thinking like possibly I'll only have people join the membership that have done Money Queen. I don't think I'm going to do that now, but that was my thinking. So I wanted to just make it like, do it. If you're in the membership, do it. And everyone bar two um, in the membership uh, did do it. So that was great. So I had, um, so the total revenue for the course, taking in all those things into consideration, oh, and the course was 497 Australian dollars. This is all in Australian dollars, uh, which was super, you know, to me, that was just such a no brainer price for a course like this. My previous money course was 997 USD. So the total revenue uh, was $26,787. And all of that revenue has come in now because my my payment plan was only six weeks. So that 
that is the revenue that the course generated and I didn't have anyone uh, default. Um, so I had an upfront payment option and a payment plan option. As I said, the payment plan option I did that it was paid off in six weeks because I wanted everyone to have finished paying by the time they finished it. I didn't want to have a big, long extended one. I would consider that in the future, probably more likely with a higher price thing, probably not with something that's only $497. Like I would prefer everyone's finished paying it by the time it's done. Um, and I had 36% of people signed up on the payment plan and 64% paid up front, which I would say just judging on, you know, everything I've kind of observed and other people's launch results that I've observed, um, that that's a very high percentage of paid up front. And I would say that's because it was such an affordable price point four nine seven. That's what that tells me. Cause that is, that's a high paid up front percentage. So my overall thoughts, what I probably do differently next time. So this time was definitely like all my energy was going into setting up all the launch assets, like the fucking landing pages, the emails, the thank you pages, the sales pages, the promo, the actual course itself, like the portal, the welcome video, the like the, the yeah, that's where all my energy went. And obviously I promoted it, but so much energy went there. So next time I would consider running two free classes. I would consider running one at each time slot if I'm going to uh, offer the two time slots again. So when I say two time slots, so I ran this course completely live and I offered in, in Australian timing a 10 a.m. time slot, which also suited US people and a 7 p.m. time slot. And that suited anyone in Australia that works full time and can't come at 10 a.m. and also people from UK, Europe. So I would possibly run a free class at each of those different times next time. So maybe two free classes and then also maybe do them on slightly different topics. Um, may create slides for the, those classes. Not sure. Maybe don't care. Maybe that's still not my focus for next time because I, I do love the organicness of just, you know, being in that kind of group together and not not having slides necessarily, but who knows? I, I would probably partner with my friends again. I, that worked really well. I wouldn't necessarily partner with anyone else. Like I think, you know, someone has to really make sense for you to do that with, otherwise it's not going to work. Um, so yeah, that, that was very successful. Really happy with that. That was an intuitive hit that just came to me. And, um, and it really just, it just worked for those two people. Uh, and that's, yeah. So that's some of my thoughts around the money queen launch. So then that brings us on to the super conscious creatures launch. So I started, I guess I kind of had to start putting things together in the last week of money queen. And then there was two weeks between money queen and super conscious creatures starting. And, um, and so super conscious creatress was a bit more of a pilot in a way. Like I was very confident with the material, teaching the material, all of that kind of thing, but I hadn't launched a course, um, on this particular subject matter to my audience before. Um, so I intended to make it easy. I decided to run, also run this course live, but only offer one time slot. So only offer you know what? I, th I thought I ha I'll have to do the 7 PM one. I really don't like teaching in the evenings. It just doesn't, 
my energy doesn't like it. I like the morning ones. And so uh, it was actually because of my coach. She was, and I was thinking, okay, what time? And she was like, well, which one would you love to? And I was like, oh my God, I'd love to do the 10 a.m. Like I just, everything in me feels relaxed about running the course at 10 a.m. And so she was like, just do that. And I was really surprised that actually really worked. Like I, yeah, I was worried I would need to do the 7 p.m. to get the numbers, but you know, it's good to bust your own beliefs and assumptions about what you need to do and the way it needs to be because it probably doesn't. So Superconscious Creators was a bit of a pilot. And so for that reason, I also, I also didn't, I wasn't like, oh, okay, I'm going to go full in on like making this a big launch. I was like, I'm just going to create a simple launch that invites people in that want to do this program And then, you know, I can get feedback on the way I've structured it and get social proof because I don't have social proof from a course like this yet in order to be putting on all my marketing material. And so for that reason, I also offered a a really large discount on it. So it was also 497 AUD. I offered a $200 discount for anyone doing it and then an extra $50 discount on top of that for anyone from Money Queen that wanted to do it. So they effectively got it for half price. They got it for two, four, seven. Anyone else got it for two, nine, seven. Um, And so, yeah, I, I went, I went less hard on the promotion for Superconscious Creatures. Uh, so I did a free class again. Um, I didn't use slides again. I did it at 10 a.m. So it would be at the same time the course. I did it on a public holiday, which also part of me was like, is, can I do that? Can I, you know, is that going to work out? But is anyone going to come? It was actually just a public holiday in Melbourne, but that is where the largest portion of my audience is. Um, and it was fucking awesome. Oh my God. That's the best, like, free class I've ever run in terms of, it was just so fun. The energy was so high. I felt amazing. It was so good. My assistant actually didn't show up. Uh, My assistant was meant to come and let everyone in. So I could just be focused on connecting with people and, you know, running the workshop, facilitating. So also, so she could share the links and anyway, do a bunch of things. She didn't show up. So I was like, okay. Uh, so I had to manage um, letting people in. And, you know, I, I noticed that split my focus a little bit because I had to kind of be on top of that at the same time as literally teaching and sharing and doing like introducing people to the workshop. Um, but it was fine. Like, you know, things like that happen and you just don't, don't let it get to you. I also didn't make a thing out of it. I didn't tell anyone that my, that my assistant didn't show up. And so forgive me, like you don't need to do any of that. You just roll with it. Um, I also offered again, a fast action bonus for this free class, uh, well, for people joining the course from the free class. And for this one, again, I felt like, oh, this is, I don't know if this is going to be very enticing, but it's just, it's just the best I can do right now. Like I just don't have time and energy to put into creating something. So I offered a free group coaching follow-up in January. So people would finish up in December, then they would have a month to implement and, you know, try the work themselves. And then they'd be able to come back together with me and ask me questions and get coaching in the group uh, session. So, which I think is pretty good. But again, it was just like, what's, how can I offer something that's going to be valuable and also something that I can manage right now in terms of how much time and energy it's going to take from me. 
So I had, oh, the other funny thing with this. So I had um, 108 people register for this free class. So pretty much exactly the same. Well, I had 110 for the um, money one. So I had 108, which was great, but I actually didn't know that until either the day before or the morning of, I can't remember. I had set, the way I'd set things up, I didn't realize I had something um, so that I had thought there was only like 40 people registered. And I was like, you know, I was having to kind of manage myself and not be, um, not be down or judging myself or whatever. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, no one wants this. No one wants this class. Like no one wants it. You know, it was so slow even getting to that 40, obviously. Um, and anyway, and then I all of a sudden realized there was like a hundred people signed up, which was hilarious. Um, anyway, uh, I then, so I had 41 attend live. So that was more than either of the two free classes I ran, 41 attend live, which was 38% of people that registered, um, which again, that's pretty good. Like, you know, that's pretty standard for a free online event. Would love more than that, but <laughs> that was good. And, you know, you shouldn't ever get hung up on those numbers because it's so much more about the energy and like the right people being on the call. Like this class just had such great energy. Like you, you just shouldn't get hung up on like, oh, should have this much percent. Anyway, so I had five people sign up live, like straight away, which actually uh, I'm just realizing, yeah, it was higher than the other two. The other two I had four from the class sign up straight away. This one I had five. So that was 12% of people that uh, attended, I guess, that were on the class signed up straight away, which was about, well, that was about the same percentage really as the money course as money queen. Um, and I had 23 people sign up for this course. So this was 21% of those that registered for, of the number of people that registered for the free class. So it was actually a higher percentage of people that signed up on the class and a higher percentage of people that signed up for the course from, uh, or versus the number of people registered for the class. But I just didn't have other avenues coming into this, uh, this course. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really heavily promoting it. I also had my Instagram, um, engagement or reach, I should say drop drastically during this launch. I had like my lowest ever story views, um, the day before this course, I was like, what the fuck is going on? But you just got to roll with it. Don't make it mean anything. Choose the highest end result and choose the end result you want. So I had, um, 23 people sign up for the course. One person uh, was free um, because th- I decided, not going to get into the story, but I decided to offer um, for anyone who had just lost their income due to the vaccine mandates to do this course for free, free of charge. Um, so that's so that's why I had one person um, do the course at no cost. Otherwise everyone was on one of the payment schedules that I just described. My, so my goal going into, um, this launch, I kind of had a goal of, uh, 20. And then I also was kind of getting 30. Um, but I ended up just sticking with 20 as um, like my vision and, and also just not being too focused on the numbers because that wasn't, you know, it wasn't really what this launch was that much about. So, 
But I knew that I wanted at least, well, I guess at least 15 for the whole group, for the course to actually work because this course is a lot of group work. Um, So having 23 was awesome. Super happy with that. Um, And so that, uh, the revenue from that course was $5,869. So, you know, not a huge revenue, but that's not what this round of the course was about. This round of the course was about creating the course. It was about having people do the course, experience the course, it create momentum, um, creating the uh, launch assets and then creating social proof for the course as well. So, you know, it's good to just, it's good to um, really know what the purpose or like the main intention of a launch is and in the scheme and scale of things. So sometimes I find with launches, we can get really tunnel visioned into, um, you know, like this is completely about this launch and all that matters is the results of this launch. Like you want to zoom out and be able to see this in the context of the longevity of this product. Like this is something that I want to offer to people. And this is my first building block. Or, you know, if you're a couple launches in, this is this building block in this entire process of this asset that I'm creating, this this thing that I'm sharing. So having that perspective, I think is really helpful. Anyway, um, I, I could talk about this guys forever. So if you've got any extra questions around this that you want to ask me, feel free, send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at alexh.co. Otherwise I'll just keep talking and talking and talking. Um, so the other context, which I think is probably quite obvious, but maybe not necessarily, Uh, is that my business does not revolve around launches uh, the way that it's set up at the moment anyway. So as I said, I actually hadn't launched for like 18 months, 18 months uh, or a bit over by the time I did the Sacred Money and Power membership launch. So I hadn't launched for a really long time. Um, And so the, you know, my my business does not uh, depend fully on these launches. Um, but it's great to make this income. And these are just one, you know, these are just one thing in the context of my full business journey that I have for people. So these are not the end goal. My end goal is not to just have people do my courses and then I've just got to find new people to do my courses. Right. I have, you know, like I have more for people that doing a six week course, like I'm yes, I get to teach you something. I get to teach you something valuable. It's fucking awesome. You get great skills, great knowledge, but it's like, it's a six week course, right? At the end of the day, it's a six week course. You're learning something bite-sized, honestly. And, and it's a something bite-sized that can really make a significant impact on your life and change this area of your life. Totally. Like I would say money queen completely changes, um, that era of people's lives, but it's not, you know, it's not the full journey. It's not the full transformation of like me supporting you to birth your mission and movement in this world and, you know, create and scale your business doing that. It's, it's one piece in that puzzle, one piece of that context, you know, so then I have ways for people to go on after that you know, and really have that full transformation. And I'll be running a mastermind again soon, which is one of my favorite things to do literally. Oh my God. Um, you know, and that's where people can go from there. So 
That's another context just to think of even in terms of the income you generate from your courses or, you know, your programs is like, is this my end game? Or is this something that actually makes up a greater whole as well? Or is this, you know, serving a greater purpose for both my client and also the business that I'm running? So there are just a couple of final thoughts on that that I thought I would share. I'm going to wrap this podcast episode up now. I really hope you enjoyed it. I have... I honestly, this was like, I had the most fun putting together this episode of any episode I've created on my podcast. Um, So I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I'd really love to hear about it. So either take a screenshot and share this to your Instagram stories and share your biggest takeaway. I would absolutely love to hear it and make sure you tag me at alexh.co. Or if you don't want to share it to your stories, just send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at alexh.co and let me know what your biggest takeaway from this episode was. I would absolutely love, love, love to hear it. Now I do, my final mention is that I do have a few spots open in my one-to-one coaching to do my 12 month one-to-one coaching program. So if that's something that interests you, if you want support with business strategy and then also the mindset and intuitive aspects, particularly if you're in online business, um, then you can book a free 30 minute call with me to chat about uh, whether my coaching might be right for you. So I'm going to put the link to that in this episode description. You can find it there. You can also find it probably if you just head to my website, but the direct link will be in the episode description. So if that's something that interests you, if you feel like 2022 is my year and I would love to have the support to just really fucking make that happen, then I'd love to chat with you about it. All right. I am sending you lots and lots of love and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode.